0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode of Fidelity Luxembourg podcast. Today, we'll talk about the investment opportunities for growth and technology. I am Julian Delpe, head of Paper Jam Club. Today, I have the pleasure to welcome Samant Wahi and John Guinness from Fidelity. It's a remote interview as they're based in London. Let's start with the first question. Hello, Simon. Can you tell us a bit more about your background?
1: Sure, um I like to call myself a technologist first and then an investor. Uh, I have a hybrid of an experience. I'm a microchip engineer by training and I've spent about a third of my career in the industry designing microchips uh for multiple companies like Intel and arm Holdings in fact uh I was the engineer who designed the first graphics chip for the first iPhone, if you will, uh, during my experience there. I did a few startups as well, and I also uh, sort of sold microchips into the telecom equipment industry. Um, Then I spent about a third of my career as a stockbroker on the sell side, uh, analyzing European tech hardware and software companies. And then finally, uh, for the last one third of my career since 2014, I have been at Fidelity. We've had multiple roles. I started there as the US software and internet analyst. And uh, then I started also leading the global TMT uh, research analysts thought process, if you will, uh, which is a functional role. And then finally, uh, since December, 2018, I'm also co-managing or running the future connectivity fund, which is a TMT fund.
0: Good morning, John, and welcome. Can you tell us a bit more about your background?
1: So firstly,
2: I started my career at Bain & Company doing strategy consulting. This gave me a good view of how companies actually work, especially in telecoms and connectivity, because I worked with Vodafone for over a year. Secondly, I've been at Fidelity for 15 years and as an analyst I covered European technology, media and telecoms and then I was one of the first US analysts on the team covering US internet, media, telecoms and consumer discretionary. For example, I remember initiating on Amazon in 2012 almost 10 years ago at $225. Amazon has since gone up 12 times since then, so I'm certainly familiar with the connectivity universe as I've known these companies for a long time. And thirdly, I'm absolutely fascinated by technology and connectivity. I find it a naturally interesting space, and I think that helps in terms of research and due diligence
0: of the companies themselves. As a main response to COVID-19 crisis, most of our countries entered in lockdown in the past few weeks. All sectors had to adapt their activities reason why the world completely turned into digital. How does it result to new investment opportunities in the technology sector?
1: I mean, this pandemic has been such an unfortunate uh, scenario across the world, it's been really sad. But I have to say that when I look at the wider TMT sector, including technology, it's been very interesting. I mean, the pandemic, first of all, has put a spotlight on the importance of connectivity its future and its wider implications i mean as such this has resulted in a step change in some of the structural trends we've been seeing across everything from e-commerce to online education and digital healthcare and this has resulted in a number of investment across uh, opportunities across the wider tmt space in fact i organized a virtual bus tour two weeks ago with my analyst when we spoke to about 20 ceos in the united states and not one of them said that their business was materially uh, impacted on the negative side. They were all sort of increasingly optimistic of what this has led to in terms of increased digitalization, increased penetration of subsectors like gaming, digital entertainment, e-commerce, social media. So these are all sectors which where there have been a numerous number of investment opportunities. I think my... Most interesting quote on this has been from Satya Nadella, who's the CEO of Microsoft. And he said that they have seen two years worth of digitalization of businesses in within two months. And that obviously has various ramifications, not just for the technology, media, and telecom sector, but also on the wider uh, you know, investment universe overall.
0: Could you provide us with examples In the way you invest as a portfolio manager in the communication and connectivity sector?
2: As a portfolio manager team we have a simple four-step process to invest in the sector. Number one is what are the key trends? We look at the trends in the sector, we work out how big are the opportunities, how long is the duration of the trend, and what is the role of technology, innovation and connectivity within the trend. That's step one. Step two is then we look at the trend and we work out who are the winners. We look at which companies will benefit from the theme and who will lose and we look at the implications for companies economics and implications for companies valuations. That gives us a short list of companies that will benefit from the theme. Thirdly we do validation and risks. This involves deep analysis and detailed due diligence of the industry theme, the industry structures, company fundamentals, and management. And we evaluate the opportunity as embedded in the current valuation. In addition, we also do a sustainability assessment of the possible positive and negative externalities in the theme and the company as well. And then finally, step four, we have portfolio construction and risk, where we ensure that the portfolio reflects our fundamental views and conviction with the appropriate risk metrics.
1: I could give you examples of that across gaming, where we had a complete look into how gaming was going from being a sort of a PlayStation based sitting at home Thing to being a lot more connected uh, with uh, sort of online gaming and cloud gaming coming in the future and basically a democratization of gaming that you don't need to buy a $500 upfront PlayStation or an Xbox and that has led to very interesting ramifications and we have invested in uh, companies like Activision and Sony at the back of that and similarly, uh, I'll give you another example um is music streaming i mean music industry was sort of dying a slow death when it was in the cd world and companies like spotify came about and they totally changed the way uh you know uh, music is consumed and now they're totally changing the way uh audio or podcasts like the one we are talking on right now will be consumed and spotify has been a leader in that i mean i have known this company personally before it even became IPO, because we were invested in it in the pre-IPO stage. And I was speaking to the founder and CEO, even before they became public on, you know, what kind of things investors like us would like to see with them. And, uh, and you know, I have been very intimate with that story for a very long period of time, and we hold that in the fund. I could go on, but I'm guessing you have more questions.
0: The next question is a, is a double question. What's the role of ESG in this investment team? and what is the importance it has in this specific sector.
2: ESG sustainability is of critical importance in the connectivity universe. While we think about ESG in terms of all the traditional metrics, we believe that one of the most important ways to think about sustainability is in digital ethics. Many of these companies, specifically Google, Apple, Amazon and Facebook are bigger than most countries and bigger than most international organizations like the EU. Therefore, we believe that countries and international organizations are too slow to regulate and do not understand the technological privacy misinformation and online welfare issues involved. Therefore, It is up to the companies themselves to police and to quantify digital ethics and this is a key focus of our company engagement and discussions to make sure that these companies police themselves and do not have questionable digital ethics. Just to bring some colour to this process, I'd like to talk through a few of the trends that we are playing in the fund. So as I said we start with the theme, what is the theme, how big is it and how long will it go on for and then we focus down on the winners and losers within it. So one example will be the 5G investment cycle. The 5G capex cycle is starting now and it will result in large investments by the telecoms companies and also the release of the 5G iPhone. As a result We own Apple in the fund as a big position because we believe there will be lots of demand for the first 5G iPhone. Another example would be gaming, as gaming goes online, digital, and free to play. We believe that 5G gives hyper-fast network connectivity, which will result in a big benefit to gaming. That's the theme. The winner within this theme is Activision. They own franchises such as Call of Duty and Candy Crush and they are moving all of their games onto mobile and experimenting with free-to-play and we believe they will
0: be a winner in the online gaming space. In terms of performance, can you provide us some figures? There are two areas I'd like to explore.
2: The first is that since inception in December 2018 the fund is up 21% on a relative basis and 30% absolute. This is particularly pleasing. Secondly, during the time of the crisis, so for example the last three months, the fund is up 11% relative. This is also great as it shows the durability of the process even in times of crisis. Why have we performed well? Well, we believe that the fundamentals of the connectivity universe in terms of revenue growth, profit growth, and return on capital employed, are better than those of the wider market. And in turn, the fundamentals of the companies that we own in the Future Connectivity Fund are better still.
0: Do you see new technology becoming the future trends of the way we live and work?
1: Yes. I mean, the beauty of being a technologist is uh, I love my job from that perspective is that I get to see all of these new technologies developing from, you know, an idea in a scientist's mind to their first solution to eventually becoming business products, which are changing the way we work and live. Um, I mean, this pandemic has obviously put a spotlight on communication and over here, fi- the importance of 5G to our connectivity is very uh, to our communication has become very important i mean personally i find it interesting that you know networks or digital networks will become the new railroads of the future economy and personally when i look at the new technologies everything from artificial intelligence to virtual reality to internet of things these are uh, these are technologies which have been in the making for a while but it's only with the help of connectivity that they can actually create a real economic displacement. And that's why as 5G networks get invested in, I feel like these technologies will change the way we work and live in everything from how we entertain ourselves to how we communicate with our colleagues. This doesn't need to be a podcast. We could be talking in virtual reality, for example.
0: How does it impact the future of investment in the technology sector?
1: We strongly
2: argue that you can't just invest in the technology sector as a narrow investment theme. Because of the impact of technological innovation and super fast connectivity, these will have an impact across every single sector across the world in terms of how we work and play. For example, in finance, digital payments, in consumer, online retail, healthcare, digital health, in IT, in industrials with the internet of things, in energy and monitoring real-time, in communication services in terms of super-fast 5G speeds, real estate in terms of online listings, materials and utilities in terms of constant monitoring of electricity usage. Because the impact of technology and connectivity leads to disruption across all investment sectors, we believe the best way to invest in this theme is to a broad investment fund that takes a high-level approach and invests across all sectors
0: and not just in technology. Well, thank you very much, Samantha and John, for this interview. That's it until the next episode.